0: right on like and subscribe to the channel get the notifications anyway it's time to move on to the next topic moving on to the sport boxing because it went down yesterday afternoon jake paul lost to tommy fury via split decision and um the parade i guess you could say ended at least in the short term for jake paul now the question is because deontay wilder came out with some very interesting comments about his perspectives on the fight, excuse me, right? So agree with Deontay Wilder that the ref cost Jake Paul to fight against Tommy Ferry. Do you agree, Zay? Um,
1: you know, it's very difficult to gauge is you know, you know, I'm gonna take a quote from Dana White. Never let the fight go to the decision. You never allow the fight to go to the decision. And let the judges, the refs call that call the fight. You know, like you never let it go there because it's not going to go in your favor the favor that you think it is. Because you're, as a your fighter, you're doing things that try to calculate points, but you also try to take your, team, your the uh, other opponent out of there, trying to take them out the ring. And unfortunately, we take too many risks, you take too many chances, a lot of points get deducted or points, uh, you know, you get a lot of misses. Some judges don't see every punch and sometimes they deduct the punches, sometimes it takes away. So now instead of getting a point. Uh, for punching hit landed it's a punch you know just thrown so now your percentage goes down and it's it's getting crazy how boxing has turned into this numbers game where everything is percentages and all this other stuff you know i don't know when this started everything about being percentage wise it's about when you look at the fight who looked like they won when you look at the fight and you saw both fighters attacking each other fighting who looked like they won and you know i don't know if i can agree with agree with deontay wilder that the ref uh, caused Jake Paul to fight. I think Jake Paul caused himself to fight. You know, I think he didn't prepare as hard as he should have. He tried to play the mental game. He tried to take away the the psyche of Tommy Fury from the beginning of when they first scheduled the fight. till now, um, and I think that was, the, that was Jake Paul's fault. Or, um, fault. I think he should have trained harder. I think he should have done more to take Tommy Fury out of the ring, you know, knock him out completely, really prove yourself as a boxer, as a fighter. So I think for me personally, um, I think I, bl- I put more of the blame on Jake Paul because, like Dana White says, you do not allow the fight to go to the judges, to the refs, because you may get robbed. And that's just how the- – that's the nature of any sport. You allow the refs to dictate the game, you're going to get robbed in some form of way. You're not going to like everything they have to say. You're not going to like every call and everything. So you have to un- acknowledge that and take matters into your own hands. Jake Paul had the opportunity For a couple rounds, six, seven, it was six rounds, seven rounds? I I forgot already. Eight. Eight rounds. He had the opportunity for eight rounds to take Tommy Fury out of there. And he was not able to do so. So for me, I put more of the blame on Jake Paul than the ref. So I do not agree with Deontay Wilder.
0: I'm going to agree with Deontay Wilder. And let me just be clear here, right? Because um, I do have connections with people that are connected to jake paul recently right so but this is not gonna have any you know deciding factors on my route like when i say things on the mic i don't really hold back because i know somebody that knows somebody i actually tell you the, the truth that's why i said my name the real real so i'm gonna give it to you real i agree with wilder and a lot of people is going to take wilder's comments as a grain of salt because of his relationship with the fury family you know his um Rivalry with Tyson Ferry and the conspiracy theories regarding the three fights that they had. Now, Jake Paul did have some interesting post fight comments, um, talking about an illness, uh, arm injury. Um, but I'm not buying that because I'm Radio Rahim, that's my guy over there. Um, I worked with Radio Rahim before, he did an amazing job of um, doing the interviews with these boxes and um, you know, he was all over the place and he asked. Jake Paul specifically, you know, were there any injuries to be worried about? He asked both fighters and both fighters like, listen, man, I'm good. I'm ready to go. So I'm going to shoot down respectfully that notion down completely that there was any injuries or maybe he just held it down during the interview. But um, I'm not really buying that much stock into that. Now, I did think Jake Paul could have let his hands go a little bit more. Um, He didn't really have the combination punching and speed to kind of Avoid and, and and tactician the fairy movement, okay. But with that being said, the referees, the refs, excuse me, played a big part in that fight because um he just messed up the flow, you know. Um, trying to break them up, you know. Fairy got away with a lot of clinching, it just messes up the flow of a fight. A referee can mess up a flow of a fight based on how he reps the fight if he doesn't allow you to do certain things. Certain tactics and deduct points from you, it messes up your flow, especially when you think that this is a shorter fight than a regular 12 round fight. You have less margin for error. Like, think about it like, it's not 12 rounds, so you have 12 rounds to overcome the referees and to land a knockout. Right? Like, the longer the fight, and you have punching power, which Jake Paul has with that overhand right, the more likelihood you're probably gonna land that punch. To an effect now, credit to Tommy Ferry, he took some of those overhand rights. Good, he did get knocked down in the eighth, but it wasn't enough time. Like, it was a shorter round, a shorter fight, excuse me, eight rounds, and the referee kind of played a big part. He was horrible, and everybody who watched the fight said he was horrible. Now, maybe they didn't say he robbed him, but he was horrible. He deducted a point from Jake Paul without a warning. Like, what are we doing here? Like, normally you get a warning. I might be wrong, but I, I, I. I believe that he did not give him a warning, okay? Um, But he allowed Tommy Fury to clinch. And that's one thing about the fairies is that um, there's a lot of clinching and a lot of tactics to um, win a fight like this. Now, I'm not trying to dive into the conspiracy theories about previous Fury fights with Wilder. The reason why I think it's relevant to this conversation is because of the style. Of the fairies, like you can make a case that in that second fight with Wilder and Fairy, that Fairy should have been disqualified with all the hits to the head on Wilder. I saw it watching that fight three and four times, then watching it just live. I saw a completely different fight where I was like, listen, he could have he could have got disqualified for all the shots that he took in the head, but some referees allow you to do that. Some referees are more generous than others. Every referee is different. So for whatever reason, and this is no shot at the fairies, they get the benefit of a referee that allows them to do certain things that are big contributors to them winning the fight, like clinching, holding, you know, hitting at the back of the head, different things, different tactics that messes up the flow of a fight that messed up a lot of the wilder flow, right? Even though I'm not taking away anything from fairy, messed up the Jake Paul flow. So um, when I take all that in consideration, like I said, no shots at the fairies, um, they gypsies. They're going to fight at the end of the day. If the referees are going to allow them to fight, they're going to fight. They're going to make it a brawl. I know a lot of intel about the gypsies that I heard from a professional trainer. And they get down. Like, they're gritty like that. They, they're fight with the fists. So if you allow them to fight that street fight in the ring, they will do so to their advantage. And it worked to the advantage of Tommy Fury.
1: You know, I think it's like I said, it's it's one of those situations where even after the fight, Jake didn't give the kudos, he didn't tip the hat off. Like he's still copping. Please, you know, it's like not. Oh, I had, I had an injury. I was feeling sick. My arm hurt. It's like, dude, like you got in the ring. If you would have won, we wouldn't have heard none of this stuff. We wouldn't have heard the complaints, the excuses, the all the other, like. That's not. Don't you don't use those to show why you lost. He was a better man today. I gotta come back stronger. That's it. If you would have been humble at that point, that would have been that would have been more like, all right, he's really a fighter. He's really looking into the next one. He want to make excuses and feed his ego even more. Like, ah, yeah, I shouldn't have fought because, you know, my arm hurt out sick two weeks ago. Uh, I, I ate the wrong spinach. Like, hey, what are you doing? Like, let's, let's just cut it out. You know what? It, it's, it would have been easier to digest that Wilder, you know, oh, yeah, the ref cost him the fight. But even Jake Paul was defeated and didn't want to accept defeat after the fight. Yeah, it just—I don't—I don't like that. I—I I, I just feel like it's churlish. It takes away from the other fighter's preparation for what he did to get into the fight. You know, everyone goes through something. It's how you get through it. Was the real story. So you want to sit here and cop a plea and all this other stuff? It's like, come on now. I'm not trying to hear all this, yeah, like blah 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 stuff about how you were sick and how you were hurt going into the fight. Everybody's hurt. Everybody got little injuries near here and there going into a fight. And so you can't be using that as an excuse if you're really a fighter and you're really dedicated to this craft just so you know the better man won i'll be back stronger
0: that's it and i think for me now that jake paul has tasted defeat because you can argue tommy Fury was the only boxer professional boxer that he fought i actually think that will serve better for jake paul's career because he will know that there's certain things and certain tools that he needs in his toolbox to overcome the style of Tommy fairies and a lot of the cruiserweights out there, right? You you talk about Ferry, he used a lot of movement. Matter of fact, when I go into my notes and I look at the you know how I judge the fights in the rounds, I believe it was round two, excuse me, round three, where Tommy was more stationary, didn't show the lateral movement that he did in the first two rounds, and after that round, and that's where Jake Paul to me had his best round in round three when. Tommy Fury was just stationary when he decided to move around and jab and box and clinch and do all the other stuff. Along with that, that's when Jake Paul had a hard time going into his toolbox and bringing stuff that you really can't bring up if you don't have experience out of his arsenal to try to combat that. And when you talk about the referee and how the ref was kind of like just messing up the flow of the fight, it definitely tailored towards Tommy Fury. But Tommy Ferry overall was the better boxer that night. He deserved the win. I'm not saying this was a robbery. But I do agree with Wilder in the sense that it played a, a role. It played a factor in the fight. And I think it did, to be honest with you. Because you talk about that point that's deducted. That was a point. Now, you can argue that Jake Paul, this fight was closer. Because um he got a knockdown. And you could argue that was a 10-8 round. I, I said 10-9 because I thought Ferry bounced back in that round to make it a 10-9 round. But when you consider the knockdown, unless you had Ferry winning every single round, 76 to 73, you know, that's dicey, right? And then when you consider the point that was taken away from Jake Paul and the knockdown, did you score a 10-8? Did you score a 10-9? Those are uh, big factors. Because if you scored a 10-8 and you didn't deduct that point, then now this fight is literally a draw to me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think this. There's um definitively you could say that um there shouldn't be no controversy at this fight at all. You can look at the judge's scorecards and, and think what you think. You could look at the referee and how he ref the fight and think what you think. But needless to say, I thought it was a pretty good fight when you consider the dynamics. Consider that um Tommy Ferry, even though he's a professional fighter, doesn't have that much fights under his belt. Um, as far as professionally, when you consider Jake Paul you know his first professional fight against a real boxer i thought it was bang for your buck and um part two the build-up and everything and the improvements by both fighters should make the second fight even better please like and
1: subscribe for all the up-to-date content we've been slinging shows left and right slinging content left and right please don't miss anything if you do like subscribe leave a comment leave a question something you may want to answer something you may have All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.